0: The of Edelbrook-Luxembourg welcomed us with open arms the day we rode into town on our bus. I was fortunate to have been asked to play in a stage band that toured Europe and performed in select venues from Holland to Paris. It was quite a sight for us to play under the Eiffel Tower, but that little town where George Patton liberated the city from the Nazis on December 25, 1944, was my highlight. As we played in the small town square, surrounded by bullet-riddled buildings from World War II, the crowd cheered us on. But mostly, their enthusiasm came from a memory only 25 years old when U.S. forces drove the Germans away for good in the Battle of the Bulge. Gratitude for saving their town, their families, and their way of life would not be forgotten. What an honor it was to represent our nation and share in the genuine expressions of love these people. The price that so many American soldiers and their families paid for liberty deserves all the gratitude that we can give them. Yet, freedom has a price that must be paid by every generation that would enjoy it. Today, we are being called on to join the ranks of a most honored tradition. The Holocaust Museum in Jerusalem is another place of gratitude from the horror of World War II, where the nation comes to remember forever how sin souring in the hearts of men destroyed over six million of their nation one poignant scene nearly cripples the heart as photos show children still alive hanging on the walls of a small room they were suspended by meat hooks piercing their frail bodies it is said that what was so eerie was that they didn't utter a sound now, folks, that's injustice. The levels to which humanity can sink is unbelievable. Yet the gratitude for being saved from such forces is among the most amazing powers in all the world. On one particular day, we visited the grave of Oscar Schindler, the industrialist who built a factory to make his millions during the war. He used Jews as labor and, in the process saved the lives of hundreds of people whose families now are in the tens of thousands. As has been the custom, when they visit his grave, they place a rock of remembrance on it. The day we visited, over 60 years after the war, these stones still are piled there daily. As Americans, we're also grateful that we had been able to pay a price for the liberation of so many oppressed people one of the customs that many communities in france have as a part of their community fabric is to adopt the grave of an american soldier and tend to it throughout the year my uncle mertz is buried there as a paratrooper he gave his life in world war ii for those who are free to this day because of such sacrifices if we forget history will have to repeat itself We are free because someone paid a price. We are not free because the law says we are. We are free because blood has been shed. People never lived out their lives to an old age who paid that price. They died young so that we could be free and prosper. If we ever forget that there are lives that were taken so that we could live our lives, then we're in trouble. We are the children in the back of their minds who they thought about and said, I may have to give my life today and my family may grieve my loss forever so that others can be free from the horrors of the Nazis or the communists. Freedom, you see, is a sacred thing. As I've studied what's happening in America and as I've sought the Lord, I remembered something written in the book, The Light and the Glory. About our nation's freedom. Our settlers knew that the self life was public enemy number one. Selfishness will destroy a society. Christ died for our sins and he conquered death. There is no enemy that God cannot vanquish for us, but he has given us a free will and it's our choice to accept the liberty that he has given us. And then, to coin a phrase again, to pay it forward. The call of the cross is the price of freedom, and it is still calling us today. When my friend K.K. John needed a heart transplant and he was questioning God about his healing, the Spirit of the Lord spoke to him and said, don't tell me how to heal you. But then he said, any fool can trust me. But the question is, can I trust you? Can God trust us with the call to pass on to this generation what was given to us? Every one of Jesus' original disciples knew what they were facing when they were sent out by him to preach the gospel to the world. He said, you'll be treated like I was treated, and unless you take up your cross, you cannot follow me. He that seeks to save his life shall lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake shall find it. These men knew that they would all face the challenge of the cross daily in their lives, and they accepted it. They went out and preached, and all but one of them were martyred. Since then, countless Christians have given their lives to guarantee that the gospel message would make it down through the ages to this present day. We are saved because of all of them. We have the hope of eternal life and freedom from sin because men gave their lives for us. And When you give your life for God, you give it for the people that He loves. Oh, we might not be physically martyred, but we die daily to our own hurts and bitterness and fears and our own self-life, and we give that life to God and to others. Through all of the strongholds, which are the fortresses that the corrupt men of this world use so that they can serve their own selfish lusts, we are called to wage spiritual warfare with spiritual weapons. We won't win by trying to teach the evils of socialism, by accepting the race-baiting that's going on, or by teaching about government corruption, and on and on the list really goes. But these are the strongholds that protects the heart of lust, pride, and power. Sin souring in the hearts of men is at the root, and it's driven by selfishness. This self-life cannot yield to the message of the love of God. Though sin may be forgiven by each of us who listen today as believers, we will not win until we take up the cross and willingly die to our own carnality. The cross is the only answer for America. Here's how this is going to look. I've spent a lifetime in the ministry. Our family has suffered at times extreme financial loss. We've faced sickness that has left us totally depleted. We know what it's like to leave everything to follow Christ. We know the feeling of this world taking everything that we have and have freely given it for the gospel. We know what it's like to be manipulated, attacked, falsely accused, and heartbroken because of the gospel. I've learned through a lifetime that holding on to anything, any pride, any fear, any bitterness, or any hurt, and we're going to be defeated We may have been forgiven, but without willingly dying to self, it's impossible to follow Christ, remain in victory, and defeat the power of sin. It's one thing you see to be forgiven by grace, but it's wholly another to conquer the power of canceled sin so that we don't keep on falling into the same pit over and over again. This nation is going to need some new heroes, those who are willing to give their lives in the trenches because they've tasted the depths of the love and the glory of God. And they'll give up anything to bring that victory to those who are angry, afraid, broken, or bitter. This nation is going to have to find its soldiers of the cross, who will rise up and demand nothing of any man. Without accepting the cross in the battle that is coming upon us, America will not rise again. Our children will be given over to darkness, and corruption will overtake us. Our weapons are mighty but they will not work unless we die to our carnal life so that God's grace can raise up again. I've heard the voice of the Spirit of God as he impressed upon me more deeply than ever before that this nation is going to be put on the cross. And lest you say, well, Jesus was put on the cross so that we don't have to. Remember he said, if they did it to me, they will do it to you. And God is going to let them. Resurrection only comes after the cross, and that is the pathway to victory in our nation. If you will give your life like the soldiers who fought for our liberty in war, you will be among those who establish a gratitude that will carry our children in honor. They will know the glory of God because you and I paid the price of freedom. remember what price was paid for liberty remember the families who grieve to this day over loved ones who never came home accept the call of the cross for the eternal liberty that is promised and the inhabitants of this generation will know of the enduring gratitude of our forefathers